guys. Thanks for tuning into Library Overload. This is Susie. And this is Tavia. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you want to check us out online, you can visit our blog at libraryoverload.home.blog. We also have an Instagram and Facebook account, and you can find us on there at Library Overload. We have a guest in the studio with us. Woo! Woo! She is a bookstagrammer. This, she's she's very fancy. So fancy. So this is our friend Caitlin. Hello. And you can find her on Instagram at Between the Lines Reads. We'll repeat that at the end as well. So because we have a bookstagrammer in the house, we are going to be judging today. Yes. We're always a little judgy. So it's like but, extra yeah. today. Yeah, I like it. I can be judgy. Mm-hmm. It's like don't judge a book by the cover, except it's exactly what we're doing. Yes. Yeah, that's what's fun. Absolutely, always. always. I know. I was looking at my my books last night, and I was just like, who am I gonna talk about? Right. <laughs> I I kind of mix it up with books that I have read and books that I haven't read. Same. So. I did the same. Yeah. So, and we have not discussed really what books we're gonna be talking no. about. So this is gonna be a a fun little yeah. surprise. Well, let's back up a little bit just in case anyone's listening that doesn't know. Do you want to, Caitlin, give us a rundown of what a bookstagrammer is? So all I do is post pictures of books that I enjoy reading, that I want to read. I have a book review blog, and that's how I started doing bookstagram. I was like, what else could I do to get this book review platform out there? And I honestly think I have more fun just doing bookstagram than I do just writing book reviews. Like, sure. it's open, like, a whole, like, new world. And, like, the community is so much fun. And I think I love it more than I love just running my blog. Right. That's awesome. That's so cool. I want to be a bookstagrammer, but I have zero amounts of creativity. Yeah. Like, how do you decide, like, okay, I want to take a picture of this book this way. Like, how do you, how do you decide all of that? It's a lot easier for me if I've read the book, but Mm -hmm. a lot of times I will honestly just pay attention to my covers and see what's going to contrast well Mm -hmm. um, to go for backdrops or what colors are going to work. And I do a lot of outside pictures because it takes a lot of the hard work out of it because natural lighting is 100% Mm -hmm. easier to work with. I've learned that the hard way. And we have so many great places around here to Mm -hmm. be able to do that, Mm -hmm. which is awesome because I mix my love of reading with my love of being outdoors and it just works so well that's awesome Hmm. she was also in New York for BookCon and and she took which book was it the city of city of bones I had the original cover in the 10th anniversary edition with me and she took it to the church what and took a picture of oh it. Oh my there. gosh, that's so amazing. I know. I was like stupid jealous. I was like texting her the whole time, like, what are you doing now? I was just <laughs> talking to someone the other day about that book. That's crazy. I went so into that picture. I literally laid down on New York City sidewalks to get that picture. <laughs> that's a little back. dangerous. <laughs> I love it. I'm I mean, here it for was it. so crazy. For the love of the art, right? Oh, oh yeah. Beauty is pain or something like that. Isn't that what they say? Yeah, that's what they say about books. Yeah. Well, I mean, not books, but, you know. No, you are you got it. 
<laughs> All right, let's get started before I murder Susan. <laughs> so the first one I'm going to talk about today is one that I have read. It's called The Ghost Bride, and that's by Yang Zi Cho. Or have you Cho? talked about that? No. Oh, okay, because I haven't heard about it. Yeah. Very excited. Yes. The cover is gorgeous. So it's basically this girl um, in a big, puffy, like pink, magenta-colored dress at the bottom, and then, like, the bodice is gold, and then the background of the book is gold, and there's all these, like, stars and stuff all over it. I wish you guys could see the gestures that are happening in front yes. of me. It really makes it better. I need to make it, like, a boomerang. I don't know how yes. to do those. <laughs> <laughs> On Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> we really need, like, Instagram lessons or something. I can teach you. I'll be like, Caitlin, I know it's three in the morning, but. <laughs> That's fine. That's right. Um, every description is better with hand gestures. Yeah. Anyway. So this book, basically, it's, it's set in Malaysia. Yeah. I do remember this now. I know you and I had talked about it briefly. Yeah. It's been many bucks ago. Yes. It's set in the early part of the 1900s. So back then in Chinese or, or Asian culture, when people die, it's like a whole thing. Like they want to make them comfortable in the afterlife. So they like give offerings of food or whatever. So there's this really rich family and their son has died, their oldest son. So they go to this younger girl, Lilan. Her family is kind of struggling. Her mom's passed away. Her dad's struggling. And they ask her to be a ghost bride for their son. So basically, she would marry the ghost of the son. She would be taken care of for the rest of her life, but she wouldn't be able to ever marry anyone else because she'd be married to someone who's dead already. I basically, think I could go for that. Instant widow. I mean, the, the money sounds nice. Right. Not having to deal with any <laughs> boys. Right. But she does have to go and live in the house with her family, oh, her, no, her like her in-laws now no thank you well so she goes to visit and she ends up falling in love with their other heir Ooh. who's like the nephew or something like that well that this angers the ghost son so then he starts haunting her oh my yeah so it's a this thing is a roller coaster it, it really is um and then she ends up going into the afterlife and it's just really odd um i gave it three stars it was just it was meh but um, the cover's pretty the cover is absolutely gorgeous and that's what drew me to it in the sure. in the beginning but it was just maybe if you are very well versed in asian afterlife culture mm -hmm. it might have been better but i thought it was super weird i'm gonna be really racist and say that i know all of the mulan song cool does that count i don't think so being well versed in the ancestor traditions um, i think that that counts as being slightly educated, but not well-versed. I'll take it. That's fine. Okay. But, yeah, it was just kind of, it was. Feel free to laugh at me. My joke's going to be so great. <laughs> Caitlin's over here, I like, trying to hold like, it I was in. like, I'm trying to think, like, I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> Caitlin's over here <laughs> holding in her laughter, like, oh, I must be quiet. I'm like, girl, no. No. Basically, 90% of our tracks are laughter. Yeah. <laughs> One day we're just going to have to do, like, a, a gag reel. Of yes. just all the stupid shit I've said. This is true. Yeah. One Those time I talked about bringing Dolly Parton fudge. It was amazing. And then another time I was interviewing, we were interviewing an author, and I said mathematical, because that's a word. But I'm, I've owned it, it used to it now. be a word. I've owned it now, and I'm trying to spread it out. 
Yeah. So. Also, decoupage. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> One time I was trying to I was trying to describe a book cover, and it was really pretty, and it's. Do you still not know it? Can you still not hold, get it? I've got it. Decolletage. There you go. I Yay. got it. And I said decoupage. That was the first episode I listened to. That's amazing. <laughs> that was my best work. It was the best. I was cleaning my room and I was I literally had to stop. I was just laughing. It was yes. so great. We had to cut out probably five minutes of, of just, just laughter. Like, and then we'd have to stop. Because we'd get a few sentences in, and then I would just, I'm sorry, I'm still thinking about decoupage. So it, was it was really amazing. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Susie says some good stuff. She's very eloquent. I'm really, awesome. really good at talking. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Good thing they don't pay me a whole lot to do this. Right? Okay. I am going to talk about The Lunar Chronicles by oh. Marissa Meyer, but... I actually went very specific, and I'm going to talk about Stars Above. That's my most oh, favorite cover. It's that's the, interesting. That's the one I actually haven't read yet. Yeah, it's the novellas mm-hmm. all in, in one. So if you haven't really fast, the Lunar Chronicles, they are kind of a, a, a dystopian-ish take on certain fairy tales. So Cinder is book one. It follows a partial cyborg young woman and she is cinder and so that's an retelling of cinderella mm-hmm. um it's a great series it's four books and then two novellas they're all beautiful but stars above i think is the prettiest so it's got this gorgeous crown on it and it's so sparkly and so pretty and it's got like the mirror doesn't it or is that the other that's one that's barest okay that's okay. the one that follows the evil witch mm-hmm. not witch evil queen Yes. I got it. I saw you like, mm-mm. And I was like, <laughs> Did I judge you with my eyes a yeah, little I bit? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. No, that's not right. So, yeah, Ferris is the one, uh, like a backstory of the evil queen. I, I gotcha. On, on Luna. Luna. The moon. The moon. Uh, are you going to echo me? <laughs> yes, you need an entourage. You're that awesome. So, like, I'll just be it's following you around. And Can you take pictures of me too? Yes, I'll be your hype man. That'll be a thing oh my God. that we do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'll also um, slip you words that are correct. Thank you. Yeah, that's what welcome. I most need you for. Mm-hmm. That's I like what I it. Thought. Yeah. That's that's what you're here for, truly. <laughs> when I asked you to be a part of this, <laughs> what I really wanted was for me to act out words <laughs> and you tell me what I mean. That's amazing. That's amazing. But yeah, Stars Above, I think, is the most beautiful of the bunch. But I do think they're all very pretty. Mm -hmm. I know when I asked for the series, of course, I waited until the final book came out. And I asked for the series for Christmas one year. Mm -hmm. And when I told the person what I wanted, she's like, what's that about? And I was like, it's a retelling of Cinderella, but with a cyborg. And she was Mm -hmm. like, that's weird. I was like, no, that's awesome. It really is. No, it's and it's so fun. It's have you cool finished? Have you finished Winter? I haven't finished Winter, but I finished the other three. So you don't know how it ends? No, but I'm okay. I don't like to live my life with such constraints. You don't like to know how things wrap up. You just wanna, <laughs> you wanna get like seventy five percent, and you're like, I'm good. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for that. Maybe journey. I should start just reading like seventy five percent of books and just finish. Them, I like, stop. will murder <laughs> you. Actually, there's a podcast. I think it's it's maybe two or three people, and one person only reads 33% of the book, and then they get back together, and they tell 
the story of it. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I'll have to look up. I'll put it in show notes. But okay, I, interesting. I know. It's weird. And then there's also, I'm going to go on a tangent apparently, but there's also a podcast where guys, like guys our age, read the Babysitter's Club. Yes. And then discuss. Oh my gosh, I need oh this goodness. in my life I right will now. find it. I don't remember the title of it because my brain's broke, but I will find it and it will be in show notes. They're hysterical. That's amazing. Yeah. It reminds me of the Try Guys. Yeah. I love those guys. They're funny. All right. All right. The first book I'm going to talk about is An Enchantment of Ravens by Margaret Rogerson. I don't know about that I've one. I've not heard about it yet. Tell me more. It came out like a year or two ago, I think. Maybe don't quote me on it because I'm not sure. I will quote you. <laughs> I'm sure mm-hmm. you also it is go, written. Like, look it up as soon as like, yeah. <laughs> um, it, the cover has the, it's the main character on it. And she's got like a raven sitting on her shoulder. But it's got this like really shimmery, like painting-esque oh. art style on mm. it. Which is really interesting because she is a painter in the series and it's about her. She paints this fairy prince and as she paints him, she paints human emotion into his eyes, which is a really big Mm no-no. And she gets into all this trouble and he like kidnaps her and takes her into these courts so she can pay for her crime. And Mm. it's the most... So the the prince that she painted takes her. Mm -hmm. He comes to life. Oh, That sounds interesting. It sounds like... um, a Greek myth. There's a Greek myth about something. He's like already that. alive. Like, he oh, comes okay. and he pays her to paint. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. All right. Wow. It's so good. I blew through this book. I love it so much. Is it a finished series? It is a standalone. Okay, okay. She has a second book, but it's completely different. Okay. Yeah, it's not part cool. of a series. Ooh. That's really awesome. That sounds cool. I like hearing about books I don't know about yet. Yeah. I feel like that never happens because I'm always like, oh, I've at least heard of it. Mm-hmm. And no, I like it when I am when I don't know. 10 out of 10 should read. Mm-hmm. All right. The next one I'm going to chat about is one that I have not read yet, but Susie has read it. And she's been on me to read it for a while. And that's Beautiful Ruins by Jess Walter. Like every time we talk about books that you want to suggest for me, bring yes. this book up. Actually, I even looked at it last night and I was like, that's a really pretty cover. Tavia needs to read that. Like, I know. Yep. I, I have it. I own it. It's on my bookshelf. Yeah, I just haven't got to it yet. It's another one of those instances where I force you to buy mm-hmm. it. We do that quite a lot All at the, the bookstore. Yeah. Like, I feel like when I go to the used bookstore now without you, it's just really sad. It's, it's not, not the same. It's not as much fun. Yeah. One time, Tavia and I had a few drinks and then went to the used bookstore, and that was probably my all-time favorite. It was the most fun. It was amazing. Yeah. It used to be a party thing. Get drunk and go buy books. Yes. That's how it should yes. work. Yes. Can we do like a live podcast where we drink and then go to the bookstore? I don't know about the sound quality, but that sounds like a super fun idea. I'll make it work. All right. I'll figure it out. Okay. Go ahead. Beautiful Ruins. So the cover is a beautiful seaside Italian town. You know how like they're carved into the mountains somehow. So pretty. And it looks over the water. And it's like a beautiful blue sky, and you want to take a vacation there, and all the little buildings are all multicolored or whatever, and it's just really cute. It's majestic. And it looks like vacation. Yeah. I want to go. Yeah. Um, basically, the book, from what I gather. <laughs> it's one of your favorites. It's about an almost love affair that begins in 1962 on the Italian coast, and then it surfaces 50 years later in Hollywood. So I'm assuming this is a woman looking back. And telling her story. So. Yes, I'm... It's my favorite. You're such a nerd. I really am. I, I don't know why I love it so much. 
It's ridiculous. Yeah, every time, like, at least one book a month. She's like, so this one is a lady tell, looking back on her life telling us. Yes. yes, yes. Every time. Well, I, I don't know much else about this story other than that, if you want to pontificate. That was a hell of a word. Yes, I don't think I could say that right now. From what I remember, a Hollywood studio brings actors to this specific small town off the coast of Italy to shoot a movie there. And there's a, I'm going to get it so wrong, I'm so sorry, but I believe there's a young man there that I think works at the hotel that this Hollywood starlet is staying at, mm-hmm. and they fall in love, mm-hmm. but I believe she's married, so it's a oh, shocking. big no-no, I know. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the shoot, she leaves and goes back to Hollywood, oh. and so I believe it's from both of their perspectives, oh, cool. the man and the and the starlet. Mm-hmm. I think I could be so wrong, but I right. think that I didn't prepare. I, I threw this at you. Yeah, rude. Yeah. <laughs> a, a text message would have been nice. No, <laughs> but I I think that's the gist of it. It's been a few years, but I think that's what it's about. And cool. it was I remember liking. I liked it. It was mm-hmm. not my biggest cup of tea, but I remember reading it and just is that thinking, a phrase? Like, your biggest cup of tea. Yeah, you know, the bigger the better. It's not your cup of tea. Or not your... Are you just... Are you going to be like this today? Yeah. You just... Mm-hmm. All right. That's fine. That's fine. So, it's not my cup of tea. There you go. I'm so proud. I'll call you rude words later. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I do remember reading it and being like, okay, no, Tavia mm-hmm. needs to read this. Like... If there weren't 75 million other books I know. on my list. I know. Um, but I do have it. I own it. It's there. Uh, it's waiting for me. I just haven't made it yet. That's fine. I do understand. Yes. Also, update. The struggle is real. Update. I remember a couple of episodes ago I said that I sincerely hope Chris doesn't listen to the podcast because I mentioned that I have 164 books that I own uh-huh. and have not read. Oh, did he yeah, listen? Yeah, he definitely listened to it. He got oh, home wow. that and he was like, so I was listening to the podcast. I was oh like, you gosh, what? No. And I was like, I appreciate your support, but damn it, you need to tell me. <laughs> and so he knows. That's he funny. wasn't. He wasn't pleased. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Okay, my next book that I'm going to talk about is another one in the series. Uh, this is the Selection series. Oh, I had that and one I'm, on my I list, too. Oh, yeah? Crossed it off. Well, no, um, I, I narrowed it down. Oh, okay. It didn't make the cut. Okay, right. well, good. Um, but specifically, the third book of the series, which is the one. It's mm-hmm. the one in her, with her in the oh, white, so big, billowy dress. It's mm-hmm. gorgeous. All, all of them are gorgeous. I know. Uh, they are. But I, I think the the one is the most beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about the selection yes, series before. In the episode where we were talking about books that Hollywood needs mm-hmm. to work on, mm-hmm. um, we were very bossy in that one. We're very bossy all the time. All the time. But just in case you missed it, so the selection series is in a in America that – is now a monarchy and it's a dystopian future yeah and so the but how the prince finds his new queen is they pull girls from all over the country from different castes is it a caste system okay and different casts, and they all kind of go on bachelor-esque dates with him and he kind of narrows it down yeah it's kind of like this whole bachelorette yeah bachelor kind of thing yeah when teenagers come in and they're like i don't know if this is any good and i'm like do you like the bachelor all right then read it like you're gonna love it Mm -hmm. i think the sequel 
series to that. The Air mm-hmm. is the prettiest cover of all of the ones that she's done because it's like a grayish it is and it's kind of sparkly. I love and, that one. And yeah. I, I love her in it because someone asks her what her favorite food is and she's like, does mimosas count? And that is me <laughs> in in a character. That, that's yes. me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next book I'm going to talk about is Dracula. Um, I'm going to go down Girl. the classics how road. Many, how many Draculas do you own, please? Then my roommate listens to this. You're going to get me in trouble. No, it's fine. I have seven. Seven. I have three pride prejudices. So you're in good company. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I'm, I'm bad about collecting multiple editions of my favorite books. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a bad thing at I all. I don't think, I think it is really either. cool. Every I time we go to the bookstore, I look at them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And every time I'm like, do you have this cover? <laughs> what about this cover? Mm-hmm. I used to think she was being judgy, but then she started being enabling, and I liked it better. I'm a big enabler. That's fair. I've actually found Draculas. I'm like, do you have this one? This one's pretty. I you have some really pretty. pretty Draculas at the store right now mm-hmm. that are all like shiny. And she probably has them all. Yeah, I actually do not have um, one the of velvety, them yet. The velvety one. Do yeah, you have that the one? newest one, whichever that one is. Okay. I think it's the black one with the like the shiny, the cover. shiny silver. Yeah, stuff on we, it. I, I picked up a couple yet. of those oh, okay. um, that, that were like po- Edgar Allan Poe and mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. other stuff. All right. The one that I have that I chose to talk about is it's all red on the front and it's it's a soft cover, but it's made to look like a hard cover. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it just has like Dracula and like silvery writing across the front, and then it has an image of like vines that oh. go across it, but instead of leaves, they're bat wings. Oh, cool! Oh, so awesome. it just has like this super like yeah. classic like gothic feel to it. Oh, cool! And it's got a quote on the back of the "Listen to them, the children of the night, what music they make." Oh, which wow. I think it, it just looks so cool. Mm-hmm. That's and so like edgy. Black like rimmed yeah. edges and stuff like that. It's one of my favorites. Well, let's chat about this for a second because I have tried more than once to read Dracula. I never have, and I just mm-hmm. cannot get into it. Like it, like he spins. He's so loquacious. He spins like the first five or six chapters talking about the carriage ride to the castle so what makes you like it so much i guess um it's more when when it gets past that part like when it picks up into when you know they figure out what's going on with dracula Mm -hmm. you when van helsing comes into it all that like rush at the end Mm -hmm. is i loved it Um, so i have to get past the carriage ride yes Mm. Um, I think the thing that catches most people on it is the fact that it's written as like letters and journal entries mm-hmm. and like newspaper oh, clippings. I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. That's it's like a the pistolary. way it's I taught her that I word. I like that <laughs> word. <laughs> it's a fun word. Yes. I didn't realize that it was it was like that. And mm-hmm. like later on, I just for, for me and it's like Wuthering Heights. In Wuthering Heights, she spends they talk about the Moors. Yeah, well, she spends like the first four chapters talking about the house and the guy that's going to tell you the story oh yeah like we haven't even made it to the story yet we're just talking about the guy who's going to tell you the story can mm-hmm. you just skip it right like I, I feel like we've chatted about that like they did they get paid by the word by the yeah word. so it, it was, was just it was the height of they get paid by the word so yeah they just go so over the top so so loquacious mm-hmm. i can't like it's just and i think that's why i struggle with ann rice because she she kind of has that feel as well mm. and i couldn't get into the vampire um what is it the interview with the vampire yeah just because it, it felt so much to me like dracula mm-hmm. and i struggled with it so maybe i'll give it another go all right my next one is also one that i have not read yet that i do own sitting on my bookshelf and it's the bone witch 
I want to read this so so gorgeous. Are they not? Yes. Like I, I don't even know what it's about, but it Mm -hmm. is on my list to read just because it's so cool. And it is a trilogy. Uh, Okay. But it is a finished trilogy. It is finished. Mm -hmm. I know. And that's by, and I, I don't know if I'll get this right. Rin Chupeco. It's R I N C H U P E C O. So sorry to that author. Right. Rin Chupeco. That's what I'm going with. Anyway. So the, the cover is a young girl. She's, like, sitting on a cliff, like, staring out into the great unknown. Oh. Yes. But all around the edges, it's, like, purple. So it's deep purple on the edge, and it kind of, like, fades in. And there's this gorgeous, gorgeous gold filigree all over the, like, whole outside. And then there's a skull sitting in the middle of it, which is just really cool. Yeah. It's really it's really beautiful. Yeah. Um, I picked it up for the cover as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, T is a bone witch. It's T E A T T A. Oh, is that yes. not t- uh, Tia? Tia? I know it's I drink T and it's T E A. So Lord, that's what I was gonna go with. So this girl, she's a bone witch, <laughs> um, which basically means she has the power of necromancy, and then she goes to a school to be trained to control her gift. And chaos ensues, and there's a and war that's brewing. That's power over the dead. Yes, she can raise the dead. The little snippet on the front cover yeah, is like a little quote. Creepy. It says, um, "To be fair, I didn't mean to bring my brother back from the dead." Yeah, <laughs> I, and I love was it. just like, "All right, I'm in." Yeah, cool. um, but it just the cover is so beautiful. Yeah, it looks really, really cool. Yeah. Is she the one who wrote the girl in the well? I feel like I don't know. I thought that was O'Hare. Or am I thinking of a middle grade author? No, the one the one that I read was definitely it was young adult. I, I don't think know. it was the same author. Interesting, but I could be wrong. But I read that one and I loved it. Is it scary? Is it like The Ring? Yeah, it's uh, kind of. I didn't think it was too super scary, but also I love scary things, so I'm probably not the best judge on that. If you're not a fan of scary things, I'm a big old chicken. I don't know if you would like it then. Okay, I did make it through The Shining. Now, if you make it through The Shining, you'll probably make it through it. Because it's like this kid, and he's in the school, and he starts seeing this ghost. And you spend the whole time thinking, okay, something bad's going to happen because this ghost is here. And she's actually trying to save children who this person is going after oh. and killing them. And she's actually, this ghost is here trying to save them. Ooh. That's interesting. That's cool. Hmm. We can do a fact check on that to, to determine the author yeah. and post that I've, uh, I've started fact checking my... Uh, my yeah. show notes because we like talk about so much and stuff I'm like, and, and i'm and like i think yeah. that's right we'll see we'll figure it out if it's not so we've kind of added that in there <laughs> all right and i will talk about my next book after the break all right welcome back i'm going to talk about a book that i haven't read yet and this one is called the lux oh i have this one on my bookshelf too and i haven't yeah. read it either i and this is by anna godberson and I have, I think it's a quintet, and I have purchased all four of them without ever opening them because they're so pretty. I'm surprised this intrigues you. I know because I'm not a historical fiction fan, but they're so pretty. They're gorgeous. So from what I understand, it is based in Manhattan, 1899. Uh, sisters Elizabeth and Diana are kind of the most popular women in the social scene at the time the it girls yes and this is perfectly fine and dandy until 
their carriage overturns into the East River, and one of the sisters is swept away. Does the horse die? I don't know. We'll have to look up on that website. Does the animal question? I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can condone animal No cruelty. animals were harmed in the making of this book. Okay. I really do hate though when the animals die. No, it's I don't. The worst. I don't like it. Either. I don't know why I can be okay with the people dying, but when the animals die, no, I'm like, I'll, no, I'll, I'll cry more <laughs> if the animal dies than if the person dies. Me too. Because people are trash. <laughs> I'm saying, the animal usually has a lot more like pure quality. Yeah, like, and they're just so good. I know. No. They okay. love so much. <laughs> um, but no, this is deluxe. Uh, the first, and it's the lux, not deluxe. Sorry. Um, so the first book is this girl in this very extra giant, gigantic gown. Like it's like Insta ass. Like it's so Uh poofy. Yeah. It's very bustled. Yes. It's, it's gorgeous. If I were in 1800s, I would most definitely be wearing this gown. I feel like it's a bit rear end heavy and you might like fall backwards though. Well, they've got those like. Uh, what are the the the, the hoop skirts? Hoop. Yes, <laughs> yes. Now and we need a video camera for you. <laughs> but it's like iron looking, mm-hmm. and it's like a thing that you don't even have. To, you can just put it, put your dress down, and you can just chill and like hang loose for a minute if your feet hurt. <laughs> That's how those dresses work. That right? Works. I don't think so, but that sounds awesome. I would. I think when you sit, like a little like swing in it, like flips up. I you could so. like put a little swing in it, and you could just swing <laughs> while in your hoop skirt. <laughs> Give your feet a break. That's that's what I think the 1800s were like. That's amazing. Obviously, I've done research <laughs> on this. So I need you to get some more historical fiction under your belt as soon as possible. It's fine. That's what it was like. <laughs> That's that's it's correct, but that is really a pretty cover. It's like a solid black background too, mm-hmm. right? and it's just this gorgeous woman and this gigantic. Like seventy five percent of the cover is the mm-hmm. dress, and it's like a dusty rose color, yeah. and there's like a gold. It's thing. beautiful. You're being so specific with the colors and and the squareness cre- of the book, creating a visual for our members mm-hmm. so they can see it in their mind's eye. You are so welcome, guys. Mm-hmm. You are welcome. Tavia's got your back. I think the next book that I'm going to talk about is Sherlock Holmes. I love me Look some at Holmes. you going, going far back with yours. I'm a you're classic so, fiend. You're so fancy. I also have about seven different Sherlock Holmes. So you have... I have three of them. I only have, you know, the when they put like four books together and mm-hmm. so it's like one mm-hmm. giant book. That's, that's all I have. And I've never even read them because I'm intimidated a little bit. Oh, they're easy reads. They're not anything like Dracula's. They're super the short. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're more he like published short them in yeah. He published them in newspapers originally, mm-hmm. oh, so cool. they were kind of like short little serials. My goodness, yeah. My my Sherlock knowledge comes from TV shows and movies. Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch, the Elementary, that TV show. Oh yeah. And then Robert Downey Jr.'s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I he's like yummy. Mm-hmm. I also like Jude Law's Watson. Yeah. My he favorite. is so frustrated. My all the time. Yeah. All my, the time mad. My favorite, so much. my favorite quote from that is um, when he says, who wants to marry, what girl wants to marry a doctor who can't even tell if a man is dead or not? 
so dramatic. It's so amazing. He's so, so much. Like, yeah. They yeah. just played off each other like so well. Yeah. They really did. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, Sherlock. Um, so this one is one of the Golden Illustrated Classics. Ooh. Um, from like the 70s okay. ish. It's got Where did you find it? McKay's. <gasps> nice. So the local We're gonna have to used look book through McKay's a little a little harder. Yeah. And that's, find like good ones. That's where I find a lot of my kind of like vintagey looking mm-hmm. books or just like old kind of rare looking books. Mm-hmm. Do um, you ever go to the library annual book sale? I have never been. Oh my Jesus. Susie loves it so much. Uh, that's where I've gotten all of my most beautiful books. I saw your last haul and I was like, I need to, oh, I need to go. It's so cheap. Mm-hmm. Girl, next time I go, I will, I'll, I'll force you to yes. come. So that's fine. That's fine. I will go willingly. She's, you don't have to force me. <laughs> she's very bossy though. She likes to force people to do things. That's fine. Um, it's always bookish. So I don't know why you complain. I mean, I don't, I'm just <laughs> saying, I'm just stating facts. That's fine. So Sherlock. <laughs> um, it's green. It's hardcover. The illustration is right on the cover. Mm-hmm. And it shows him. He's got this like tan like trench coat. Mm-hmm. He's, got, he's got the hat. And he's got like the magnifying glass. Uh-huh. He's like expecting this piece of cloth. And it looks. Is he cluing for looks? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wait, what? That is exactly That's from, what he's doing. It's from Sherlock, uh, the te- the Benedict Cumberbatch one. Oh. And at one point. Uh, it's That's Watson's bachelor this. party, mm-hmm. and they're hammered, but they yeah. have a, a thing, and yeah. he's cluing for looks. I, I remember that now. That's amazing. So, yeah, it's just, it has, like, this whole – it looks like one of those, like, vintage, like, mm-hmm. detective books. Like That's that. awesome. It, it looks so cool, and it's I love it. I keep yeah. it faced out on my bookshelf so, like, I can nice. see it. it I That's love cool. it so much. You know, since working at a bookstore, I've been looking at my bookshelves. I'm like, what is missing? What's wrong? And I was like, they're not faced out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, I need to be able to see at least some of the covers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to start collecting some Agatha Christie's. I think that would be. That'd be cool. Because you really like the ones Mm -hmm. that you've read by her. I do, yeah. The next one I'm going to talk about, also one that I haven't read yet, but I actually checked it out quite recently, Ooh. and it's The Immortalists by Chloe Benjamin, mm-hmm. and the cover is a solid black background, but it's got this really brightly multicolored tree all over the front of it. It's like very, it's like a muted reds and yeah, greens oranges and, and yellows, yeah. but it's also got little stars all over the sides of it as well, and it's just really pretty. Basically... It's what would you do if you knew when you were going to die? So, like, f- in 1969, four adolescents, young adults, visit a psychic, and she tells them exactly when they're all going to die. Hmm. And then we flash forward to them when they're older, living their lives. Are and they all going to die on the same day? No. Oh, okay. But you, like, what do you do? Do you want to know the exact day you're going to die? Do you want that information? I would much rather have it, yeah. I don't think I would. I don't think I could. No, I would much rather know. So I like, all right, I have until this day to get shit done. <laughs> yeah. Or you could like do something dramatic that alters the course of history, but not get like arrested for it because you were going to die the next day or something. Like yeah. assassinate the president or something. <gasps> yes. <laughs> I would absolutely have some clandestine <laughs> shit going down. <laughs> yes. I mean, I think it would just like you would feel like your life had such a finite deadline on it I but think. it does and you know right, it but you does. don't know when it is so you can live more freely i think i think you could live freer knowing interesting philosophical mm-hmm. debate weigh in on our instagram guys <laughs> yes all right 
So my next one is one that I've already talked about briefly. So I'm just going to briefly touch on it. I talked about this in our very first episode of My Favorites of 2018. This is The Library Book by Susan Orlean. Mm -hmm. So this one is so nerdy, but so beautiful. This is a cloth-bound, bright red, like candy apple red cover. And it's just gold embossed with just the title and the author and it's just got some gold bordering around it Mm -hmm. and it's just it's striking just because it's so minimalist oh cool and the first time I ever saw it I was just okay I've got to read it like number one it's it's talking about a library book Mm -hmm. and but then when I figured out what it was about I was like okay this is even better like so gorgeous so beautiful it briefly touches the fire of the L.A. County Library houses hundreds of thousands of books. Um, there was a horrible fire there in the, oh, crap, early 90s, I think. And then it also goes into the history just of books in general. Oh, cool. And it's awesomely nerdy, mm-hmm. and it's so cool. I, love I remember it. you going on about it. Yes, it was, it was so cool. That book was one. Working in a bookstore, the amount of times someone will come in and go, so I saw this book, it was on this table, and it was red. Nine <laughs> times out of ten, I'm never going to be able to find that book. Sure. <laughs> that book was on one of our tables for, like, so long, and I remember it was, it was on this table. I think it was red. It had, like, this kind of lettering on it, and I always knew what it was, like, every time. Yeah. It just, like, stood out. It's That's so amazing. striking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I, I put it on the front table as often as I mm-hmm. could just because I was like, it's so pretty. People want it. <laughs> That's funny. My next one I'm going to talk about uh, mentions Dracula again, but I promise it's not actually Dracula again. We'll see. It's Hunting Prince Dracula by Carrie Maniscalco. Oh, cool. Those covers are gorgeous, and I've I've wanted to read it for for a while now. I haven't heard of it. Well, the last one comes out in September, so you definitely need to. Okay, so don't I read can it before then. Read, well, I can start reading them and just kind you'll of go so fast. I know it's you have a problem. Yeah, you'll you'll fly through those. Yeah, you can't mm-hmm. pace yourself. It's not a thing you can do. No. <laughs> it's all or nothing. <laughs> yeah. I've met you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I went through 20 books, what, in, you know. Like, like a month. A month. <laughs> yeah. Without what series. She read the J.R. Ward. Uh, the Black Dagger Brotherhood. Oh. And she read them all. Oh, my goodness. All of them in a month. It's hysterical. Yeah. They're my, they're my jam. I either fly through books or it takes me... 10 years yes. to read one. Yes. Like, I have no in between. Um, Susie and I have very obsessive personalities, though. So once we get yeah. going, if we I get If really I love going. something, it's I'm all in. I mm-hmm. was there for the Grishaverse. And you're like, no, I'm going to wait. And then the next day, I read all three of them. Yeah. <laughs> I literally, I, I read the Grishaverse. so quick. I read the Grishaverse one a day. Boom, boom, boom. I didn't realize it until I finished the second one. I was like, oh, I read that one in 24 hours. I was like, wait, I read the first one. In tw- I was like, I'm going to read the third in 24 hours. <laughs> and I did it. I've did gotten it. through the first two, but I have them on Kindle. And they're very misleading because like. Oh, I know. They have like it'll say I'm 40 percent done with the book, but I'm actually 75 percent done because half of the back half of the book is like snippets of the next book. Yeah, and I was I think I was I finished the first book and it said I was only 64 percent of the way through. And I was like, well, this is crap. Right. So it's not a good yeah. judge of how fast. So I was actually reading them much faster than I thought it was. Yeah. But I felt like I wasn't getting anything accomplished. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. Okay. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like I've got so much of this book left, but. 
everything's wrapping up. I know. I Crap. What else is gonna yeah. happen yeah. here? That's, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. Is it like excerpts from like the next yeah. book? Yeah. So like, like, that? Read the okay. next but book. it's yeah. not just one. It's like two or three excerpts from yeah. other books. It's it's weird. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It was good. I mean, they're good books though. I, I think we plan to talk about them on an upcoming episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was still talking. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, I go on like tangents <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah, bad. we have really bad tangents, but you know, I think that's what the people are here for sometimes. Uh-huh. It's to make the fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Hunting Prince Dracula is the second book in the series. The first one is Stalking Jack the Ripper. I have been seeing that everywhere. So good. Mm-hmm. So good. They're so cool. Um, all of the covers are gorgeous, but I chose the second one because it's got like this like red backdrop that's got like a just a slight pattern to it. She's got like this like white like cream colored dress and mm-hmm. the bottom of the dress like you can see the castle that she's in. Oh, cool. She's holding a wooden stake. Like what more could you want on a book right. that's called Hunting Prince Dracula? Yeah, that sounds um, awesome. And she's like this forensic student, which is unheard of at the time for a right. female to be a forensic student. And she goes to um, uh, Bran Castle in Romania to study, and all these killings start happening. It's so good. That sounds mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, they're they're gorgeous, and I've I've been mm-hmm. meaning to read and them I've been, too. I've been seeing that stock, stalking Jack the Ripper everywhere. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that that was a um, series. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. It's very very good. It's one of my all time favorites. Yeah, awesome. Mm. I was gonna put that one on my list for sure. Oh really? Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'm going to go through some honorable mentions that I have of books that we've already talked about, but that I love the covers on them. So anyway, the first of my honorable mentions. Is going to be A Murder in Time. I love this cover so, so much. It's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. We did just talk about that one. Yeah. Uh, briefly, she goes back in time and solves a murder at a castle. But the cover of it is like a creamy off-white color, and she's running through the clouds. Mm-hmm. But the bottom of it is the silhouette of the castle in 1812, and the top of it is the upside-down silhouette of New uh, New York City. Uh, in modern day mm-hmm. and so it's like she's running in between the two places and it's just really gorgeous i love those kind of covers mm-hmm. that has like the the inverted flip i think they're mm-hmm. so neat yes. yeah they're it's really gorgeous. really pretty yeah i um we put a picture up mm-hmm. of it and i was like oh this is so pretty it is one of the prettiest and they're all like that she's all kind of like running through the clouds and all of them and they have different little silhouettes for where she's at yeah that's cool all right, my next one is a fun one. This is Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find oh, Them. I just mm. watched the second movie recently with that. I really hated the second movie. I mean, it was okay. I heard that it was so poorly received that they asked J.K. Rowling to redo the scripts for the next movies to, like, update interesting. them. So they've hmm. delayed the production of them. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, yeah, I I was not a fan of the second movie, but I loved the first one, and I thought the – the script of it is charming. Mm-hmm. Like, I just thought it's so cute. I need a Niffler. I know. He's so cute. <laughs> he really he is. He's um, precious. But, okay, so really quickly, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is by J.K. Rowling, of course. Mm-hmm. And this uh, this follows Newt Scamander. And he has gone to New York, just a uh, just quick stop in real fast to do something. And... He loses his briefcase with all of his animals in it, and they run amok. Amok, amok, amok. I was hoping <laughs> you would do this. Um, they, they are amok in New York City, and mm-hmm. it's just, it's so fun. It's very Harry Potter-ish. Yeah, you know. it's just so fun to watch all of them 
be just mm-hmm. ridiculous. And the book is the screenplay, isn't yes. it? Like, it's not a standalone yes. thing. It's, mm-hmm. It was done after the screenplay. Yeah, it's really cute. Like, I remember I got it for Christmas, and I sat down and read it just that day because that's the type of person I am. I won't talk to you on Christmas. I will. Mm-hmm. I'll read a book. So it is, and I read it, and I was like, okay, we got to get the movie now. I got to see it. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I I think it's so adorable. And the cover is just gorgeous. It's It's not even that detailed it's just it's just a navy blue with just the gold i guess i just love like a really pretty color and then just gold Mm -hmm. in the writing and it's just right it's so pretty you're like a minimalist kind of cover but not too much going on but it's Mm -hmm. it's just very striking yeah that's what i like cool cool my next one ties in with that because I was going to talk about the illustrated Harry Potter covers. Yay! Oh, I have three of them now. I'm so excited. Uh-huh. So I have, gorgeous. I know. And the Goblet of Fire, the illustrated version, comes out in October. That's and very I'm exciting. I'm very excited about it. I could use that for a birthday present. I will consider it. <laughs> I got the Prisoner of Azkaban on that penny, penny a page. page. Yeah. Um, so that was going on at Books a Million. Yeah, girl. That's awesome. That was a really good deal. Oh yeah, those were those were steel like that day. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that one with the the night bus on it with mm-hmm. all of the purples and the dark colors. But my favorite is the second one where you can see the flying car flying it's over the so burrow. Cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those flying car scenes are always like my favorite. Like I always thought they were hilarious, and it's mm-hmm. just like so like it's it's Ron at his best. Yes. Yeah, it's so good. And like I think these covers just mimic like all like the fun and like the, the magic. That mm-hmm. is involved in these books, oh, and I yeah. think it fits them like so well, and I love them. I That's totally amazing. agree. Yeah. yeah, they're so they're so pretty. Like next time I reread Harry Potter, I'll be reading it through the illustrated version. Oh, definitely, just because they're very heavy though. They're I mean they're gi- they're coffee table books mm-hmm. essentially. Like they're, they're but huge. so you can't lug it around with you, Not but unless you get a suitcase probably. I'm really interested to see the fourth one because that was the first like big jump in page yes. numbers. No, it's, it's like the gigantic, first three yeah. were like smaller, and this one's huge. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna be interested to see how it translates into those yeah, bigger it'll, forms. Yeah, it'll it'll only weigh like 45 pounds. Oh, yeah. yeah, so it'll be um, it'll be. I fine. wonder if they'll cut down on illustrations to have higher not. page numbers in it. I hope not. I hope not as well. But uh, I, I mean, do. I do wonder if they're gonna keep it the same blue that the original hardback was, or the original was green. Yeah, it was green. Goblet okay. of Fire is blue. No. Mm-mm. Order of Phoenix, Phoenix is blue. blue. Fuck. <laughs> I'll cut that F word right out for you. <laughs> they know me. <laughs> All right. My next honorable mention is maybe one that you would appreciate, Susie, um, but mm-hmm. it's one that I've talked about before, and it's the Red Queen. And it's a very minimalist cover, mm-hmm. um, and I love it. It's got this, like, it's light blue, shimmery-ish, and it's got a crown on it, but the crown is dripping blood. Oh, it's so, like... It's so cool. Like, what's happening? Right? And then it, as you go on in the series, you find out, that you know, it's a world where there's people with red blood and people with silver blood. The next book has both colors of blood dripping on it. And it continues oh. to have both colors of blood dripping on it after that. I never put that together. I didn't yeah. really know what it was about. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I never noticed that. Yeah, it's got red blood and silver blood on the next ones. And the further the series goes, the darker the blue on the background gets. So by the fourth book. It's, ri- it's like a almost a charcoal Yeah, it's like blue. a, like a yeah. gunmetal gray yeah. kind of almost. But oh. it's still got the red and the silver blood dripping off the crown. And the crown keeps getting bigger. And just really, really pretty covers. Yeah, I like it. 
All right, my next one is one that I just started reading because of the cover. It's so striking. And this one is The Pri- the Priory of the Orange Tree, and it's by Samantha Shannon. I've been seeing that one everywhere, too. It's beautiful, and it's over a 1,000 pages. Mm-hmm. It is a chunk of a book. It's also a, British, uh, it's also a British author, which ah. I love. So this is a deep fantasy novel. An oh, really? entirely new world. It's a standalone novel. Oh, I cool. checked. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, surely this is a... I thought it was more contemporary fiction than... I didn't no, realize it was a it high is, fantasy. It's a giant fantasy book. Nice. So this one is about a, a world that's kind of split between the East and the West. The East, I believe, is under a monarchy that is only queens. Nice. So Queen's, I think it's Sabrin. Uh, she needs to conceive a daughter to protect her realm, to keep her uh, lineage going. I like this flip on the patriarchy. I know. It's it's very much a feminist book. Nice. So she needs to produce an heir, but she has gone many a year turning down uh, suitors left and right. So, uh, so she really needs to kind of get the ball rolling on that. But assassins are getting closer and closer. So she has a lady in waiting. Her name is Ede, E-A-D. And she has worked her way up to becoming, to become a lady in waiting. And she protects her queen that way. She watches assassins sneak in and tries to figure out how they get in before she kills them. Nice. And then across the sea, we, we follow, I think it's Tanae. It's T-A-N-E with the little... Thingy above it. I think it's Tani. We really have to do a I'm video sorry. episode. I need, I, I, I know. I'm sitting over here like drawing shit in the air. <laughs> um, I think it's Tanae, but she has spent her entire life working to become a dragon rider and she has finally been chosen. Nice. So, so we have a queen and we have a female dragon rider on opposite ends of the mm-hmm. earth. And from what I understand, it's going to be like this. Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, maybe like high fantasy thing. Uh, maybe, but from what I understand, I think there are dragons that you ride, but then there are dragons that uh, do not like humans. So are I think, wild? I think, and I think it's going to culminate into this big battle. Maybe nice. I'm not sure yet. Nice. Um, but the dragons are different. They're almost like sea monster looking dragons or maybe like the Chinese dragons that you see mm-hmm. are more like serpent like mm-hmm. that's what I'm kind of mm-hmm. gathering they're gorgeous cool so I'm excited about that one that's, that's totally not at all what I thought that book was about so that's cool yeah um when I first like it's got I mean it's got a dragon on the on the cover of it's like a spire of a castle is that the right word a spire mm-hmm. or a <laughs> turret yeah and it's got a dragon kind of wrapping around it. It's so pretty. Cool. And it's very striking. And I'm I'm very I'm only like eleven percent in. Struck. I was stricken. <laughs> 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 but um I was uh I don't remember what I was gonna say. So thanks for that. You're welcome. All right. Well, I cannot make this list without talking about the queen that is Cassandra Clare. Of course. Uh, I have to talk about the 10th anniversary edition of City of Bones. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's amazing. And it's another one of those minimalist, just Mm -hmm. strikingly beautiful covers. It's just that the navy blue with the silver Mm -hmm. across the front of it. I sent you a picture of the one that I just bought. Mm. Yes. Yes. yes, I got you. So pretty. 
Um, I was thinking the ones with the, the black and white sketches, but that's uh, not what the ones no, you're talking about. Those are the paperbacks. Yeah, paperbacks. That, the spines. Yeah, I, I was crazy image. about those. I don't love them either. Yeah. I like the original ones better because they had more of like the, the shimmery look. Yeah, yeah, I have Clockwork Princess on my list. Um, oh, that one's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, it's amazing. I love the series. We've mm-hmm. talked about it multiple times, so it's mm-hmm. like everybody knows. Oh yeah, yeah. they are like amazing. the the Clockwork Princess has kind of got that shimmery thing, and she's like open in the book, and it's mm-hmm. like light mm-hmm. coming at her. Oh yeah, um, but another I beautiful dress as well. Yes, um, but I haven't really seen the tenth anniversary all that much. So. I'll have to take a really neat picture with it. Mm-hmm. It's very pretty. Yeah, um, the one that I did of that one in New York, I have in Central Park with a backdrop of like the one of the ponds behind it. <sighs> And we took it. It was, like, fairly close to sunset. And I put, like, this filter on it. And it made, like, oh. this silver, like, on the cover pop. Ooh. And, like, those are so good for, like, the bookstagram pictures. Because, uh-huh. like, the way they, f- like, filters affect them is so different. You can find really neat ones. That's so, like, cool. I'm always drawn to those covers. Nice. And the 10th anniversary for uh, Clockwork Angel is coming out soon, I believe. And it's red. And it's got the, the gold, uh, like, instead of the silver. Oh. How many... How many editions is too many of a series? Uh, like, mm. is there a limit? The limit mm. does There's not no exist. <laughs> <laughs> I always will appreciate a Mean Girls reference. I got you, boo. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Oh, it's your turn. Yeah. Um, I'm going to touch on Caraval, which Susie talked about recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I just read the first one, and I feel you on those metaphors. Right? But that is the point of her feeling her emotions. Like, she says she can see her emotions in colors. So it's too much. I, I get it. it. I was like, what? What? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but the cover is gorgeous. It's, like, navy dark blue, and it's glittery, and it's oh, got yeah. this, like, like a star, yeah, like, a, like yeah. A, a sunburst thing, yeah. Um, and it's like multicolored, a magenta and like bright orange, and it's just all glittery. And so Caitlin loves this series. So I do. I'm I, a fan. I cannot speak too badly of it. I really <laughs> liked the first book, and I can't wait to read the sequels. But I do understand where you're coming from with the metaphors. Girl, I do get that. Yes, like the, he tasted of secrets and the air felt of <laughs> silver and it's just whoa yeah it's so much. but I, I but it, that's no, how the, she sees the world it's, it's she, all about the imagery mm-hmm. yeah, well i got it <laughs> but no like the stories are beautiful like mm-hmm. i i enjoyed the stories mm-hmm. um i just uh, the metaphors were a, mm-hmm. a whole bunch yeah they were but yeah they are they are gorgeous the covers i had a great time taking pictures of them they're stunning mm-hmm I love the third one, that purple with the gold on it. It mm-hmm. just looks so good. Mm-hmm. Finale. Were you pleased with how they wrapped it up? I was. I was a little worried as I was going through it because we were just getting like so close to the end. I'm like, I don't know how this is going to turn yeah. out in any way good. And I was very I was very pleased with the way they wrrapped it up. That's, That's good. Because you read them before Finale came out. Mm-hmm. So how long did you have to wait? Um, it was only a little over a year. Because oh, you I say only a little Ooh. over a year. Like that's, no, yeah. I'm I'm about reading books like when they come out. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care to wait for so like, the next when it, one. When the next one comes out, do you reread the previous one or do you remember? It depends. Because um, I will. That's a hundred books ago. Those mm-hmm. kind of stand out. 
a little bit in the way they're written, so I was pretty able mm-hmm. to keep up with the storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, I read Caraval and then Legendary back-to-back because mm-hmm. I didn't pick it up until Legendary gotcha. came out. And then I waited for a finale. Um, all of the Stalking Jack the Ripper series, I bought uh, Stalking Jack the Ripper and Hunting Prince Dracula together. I waited for Escaping from Houdini, and then now I'm waiting for Capturing the Devil. So it just kind of depends. I will usually reread Cassandra's Lair books mm-hmm. when she has new ones come mm-hmm. out because sometimes the waits are just so long. Mm-hmm. Um, that is also becoming a very difficult task. As in, I tried to do it a couple of years mm-hmm. ago, and I started at the beginning of the year and went all the way until the book came out like that fall mm-hmm. because there's so many books. Yeah. That series um, that's the follow-up with Emma in it, I haven't started that series yet, I and I thought about maybe I should go back and reread the City of Bones, like the Mortal Instrument series, to get my ground, my foot, fit, footing, my footing, my feeding. What is that phrase? Your feet up, your foot on the ground, feet beneath. To get my footing beneath me? I would say to get my footing. Like, get your footing in the water. I, I would like to reread that series so that I can kind of remember what there we go. was happening in <laughs> it. Um, I just porky pigged that right there. That's so good. So, yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. I sound like a very intelligent, classy lady. All right. So, we will wrap up this episode with our normal two questions that we like to ask guests. Because we have guests. Because we are fancy. We're so fancy. Okay. So, Caitlin, your most recent five-star read. I'm so excited for this one. My last five-star read was The Magic Misfits by Neil Patrick Harris. It's on my list. I can't wait to read it. I haven't even picked them up yet. Is it is it magical? It's so magical. It is so much fun. It's it's a kid's book, but mm-hmm. it's kind of written in the way that Harry Potter and like okay. Percy Jackson nice. are that like they're meant for kids, but you can enjoy them at whatever age mm-hmm. you're reading them at. Mm-hmm. And it's just so packed full of fun stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. I feel like as I'm reading it, like, I can, like, hear and, like, see, like, Neil Patrick Harris, like, acting out, like, all these different things. And, like, it makes it so much fun. Too. And my favorite thing about it is that as you go along and you follow these kids on their adventures, and it talks about different magic tricks they're doing. Oh, cool. At the end of the chapter, there'll be, like, a chapter break every once in a while, and it teaches you how to do the magic tricks oh, cool. that they are talking about in these books. And it makes it so immersive and, like, so much fun. That's and it's awesome. That fantastic. Is, is That's this a standalone, or is it going to be a series? It, it is a series. It's oh, a cool. series. There's a few of them out already. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, the magic trick thing is so NPH. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. he is such a magic nerd. It's mm-hmm. so I love fitting. it because he's so, great. so he just embraces it. He's like, yeah, I do love magic. Mm-hmm. Like he's so cool. That is one I actually bought at BookCon. Nice. I, we want to go to BookCon so bad. Yeah. You need to go. It's yeah. I I don't have words for how much <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. No, that sounds magical. And I have his autobiography. It's the Choose Your Own autobiography. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to read that one. It's as well. so cool. I'll let you borrow it. All right. And then name. A book or two that you feel like everyone needs to read. I just have one, and okay. it's my one that I tell everyone they should read if they get a chance, and it is The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. This one you want to read, right? Um, I, I have... Uh, I tried to read Circe by Madeline Miller, and I did not care for it at all. <gasps> I didn't put that together that she wrote Circe, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, she wrote oh, both of them. Okay. I, I tried... Yeah. Three or four different times to get into Cersei, and I have not been able to get into it. But wow. I flew through Song of Achilles. So I was skeptical to pick up Song of Achilles just because I did not care for Cersei at all. 
Interesting. So maybe I'll have to give it a go, though. Give it a go. You should. Give it a go. It's right. so much fun. So is it, is it the story of Achilles, or is it like a, a retelling of it? It's kind of both. I mean, it's it follows the story of Achilles. It starts with him when he's younger, and like you see him grow up. It does go through the Trojan War. But it is all told from Patroclus' point of view. So oh. you're getting like a firsthand hmm. look from someone else, someone that cares about him, you know, someone that loves him. You're seeing him through someone else's eyes. Mm, so you're awesome. getting a firsthand experience of everything that's going on as well. Mm-hmm. And it is so tear jerking. Mm. I cried so many times reading this book. Huh. And I'm not always a crier for books. So it's saying something. Susie is. I cry all the time. Every day. It's fantastic my roommate always gets on to me uh because i made her read this book and she took it on family vacation oh <laughs> no and i did not warn her that it was a tearjerker oh that's so funny she always tells me that she was going and she was just sitting by the pool and she finished this book and she was just like <laughs> stopping like who cries by the pool that's amazing that's amazing <laughs> She's like, I was just like, I was in a good mood. Like we were at the pool. It was nice. It was sunny. And then I just read this book and I was just crying. Everyone was asking me if I was okay. <laughs> yeah. I am not okay. <laughs> I've been emotionally wrecked by a fictional character. She has never let me forget that. That was probably four or five years ago. Well, that's amazing. That's, that's hysterical because I've never forgiven Tavia for making me read the Infernal Devices series i will never be okay that was another one that i cried over Mm. i mean sobs crocodile tears Mm -hmm. Uh, like ugly cried like i had a headache i was bawling so Mm -hmm. hard it was awful it was it's such a beautiful series though but yeah i'm intrigued by that now because i i just had such a hard time with cersei that i was afraid of of the other one Mm -hmm. so interesting though Mm. noted i will consider reading it you should we'll see Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> all right guys well thank you so much for joining us today and thank you caitlin for joining us thank and you for having me yeah. and again you can find her on instagram she is at between the lines reads and That's we'll me. we'll tag her on all of our junk that we do junk uh-huh. um i work hard on that not that it's junk as in it's not good but you know mm-hmm. what i mean i'm just using a filler word that's fine <laughs> All right. She's like staring daggers at me right now. It's <laughs> amazing. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.